ministry, we have and the difference that those pennies, quarters, all the way up to dollars as a group, as the difference that makes for a family around the world is just immeasurable. Um, so what we just did here today made a big, big difference in the lives of uh, families internationally. So thank you. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Once you pull the trigger, the work begins. This is what a buddy of mine said to me at the very first deer camp that I was ever invited to about 12 years ago. And I didn't really knew, know what that meant. But I will never forget that statement. Once you pull the trigger, the work begins. Because to my recollection and knowledge, sitting in the deer stand in the darkness and in the cold, sun up to sun down, trying to stay warm in a very, very uncomfortable stand, um, trying to stay awake in the stand, uh, that, well, that really felt like work to me. <laughs> so I don't know what was meant by when you pull the trigger, the work actually begins. Come on, this is work, sitting in the stand. It was, it's tough, hard work to just sit there all day and not see anything. So today, Jesus pulls the trigger in our gospel. And now the work begins. Jesus pulls the trigger by foretelling his own death and resurrection. Peter tries to rebuke Jesus, saying to him, Jesus, we've, we've already been suffering. Following you has been so much work. We go from town to town and we get rejected. We spread your gospel word. And it's, it's been tough spreading this gospel of good news in languages people don't understand. We, we still spread this word. We live on more faith than we do on food. Our stomachs are empty, our souls are full, but it's been tough work spreading this gospel word for you, Jesus. Being ridiculed and rejected by religious people, this has been tough to be a disciple. The work has begun, Jesus. And then Peter says in a matter of words to Jesus, Jesus, why push it? You are triggering the end of our lives as we know it, and you are definitely triggering the end of your life as you know it, and your ministry. You are asking for it, Jesus. Peter is convinced that Jesus made a bad shot, placing the target on Jesus' own back by foretelling this prophecy this prophecy that he gives. Peter doesn't want to see Jesus suffer. Now with the foretelling of this death and resurrection to the Pharisees and scribes, it is as, it is as if Jesus draws first blood on himself by foretelling his own future. Now it's just a matter of following that blood trail all the way to the cross. And so, <clears throat> I took a bad shot from the stand. I waited a while, contemplating the error of my ways, wondering why I did what I did, 
contemplating my failure in the shot I took. And then after about a half hour, my buddy comes from his stand and we start to follow the tracks looking for a trail of blood. So we were tracking throughout the woods, looking for a sign, looking for hope, praying for the end of this journey soon. Hoping and hoping, following and following. Jesus called the disciples and he also gathered a crowd as he started to tell these things. And Jesus says to the people around, if any of you want to become my disciples, you must first deny yourselves, take up your cross, and follow me. And these words came to me in this time. Deny yourself. Hans, you took a bad shot. Hans, you could have waited a little bit longer. Hans, did you really have to take that shot when, when you did? You messed up. Now what are you going to do? Take up your cross. Do the responsible thing. Wait for a good while. Get down from your stand. Call your buddy and begin the process of tracking. And then this idea of following Jesus. Follow that trail, follow in the footsteps, note the behaviors, the ways the deer went, and look for a potential circle back as the deer finds its way back. But follow the blood, let the blood be your guide there in the snow. And so Jesus, during this Lenten journey, he walks in a new way. Like a wounded deer in this Lenten valley, navigating the forest of Pharisees, an onslaught of elders, and a churning chastisement of chief priests. Jesus triggers this Lenten journey, beginning with his own prophetic trajectory, his own prophetic triggering. Jesus sets this clock in motion really beginning today. So after about an hour of tracking, I say to my buddy, I say, hey, can't we be done? It's been an hour and we're not seeing many signs. My buddy had some water and some beef jerky and some snacks. And he said, let's just take a break, kind of think about things a little bit. So we had a snack, got rejuvenated a while. The sun is, it's about three o'clock in the afternoon in the winter there. Four o'clock came about an hour later. We had been tracking for two hours, nothing. And so we decided to not track at night because that's very difficult to do. And so that was a Saturday night and we both went to bed that night, sort of downtracking sort of beaten up from the tracking. The next morning I was at church and I was preaching and then I, after church was done, I, I checked my phone and the message said, I found it. I'm like, what? I didn't think he was going back. 
And he went back in the morning because he was relentless. I called him and I'm like, hey, where, where did you find, where did you find that deer? How many miles away was it? He says, you won't, you won't believe me. Hunters probably know what the answer to this is. He said, it went all the way, it went in a big circle and it came back to the exact place almost where you shot it. It did the circle back. It went all the way around. And I couldn't believe it. It was right where first blood was drawn. The deer took us on this two-hour perilous journey only to circle back where it began. Apparently this is a thing in hunting. I didn't know it until it happened to me. Today, when Jesus foretells his death and resurrection, it's not a linear journey. It doesn't just go in a straight path. Jesus actually does a circle back. Because on Good Friday, we will see and hear the fulfillment of Jesus' prophecy that he gives today. That the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the Pharisees, the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes. And then he will suffer and die and rise. Jesus comes full circle and meets us full circle in our lives as our lives are not a linear journey as well. And so today Jesus says to us, deny yourselves. You messed up. He says that on certain occasions in our lives. You can think of maybe a time or two or many. Deny yourselves, you messed up. Take up your cross, do something about it. And then follow me, Jesus says to all of us. You will be surprised. Jesus comes full circle this Lent and dies for us. His blood shed for us all makes and marks this journey for us all, all the way to the cross. Just before the service today, a parishioner was asking if it's appropriate that we put this, these uh, altar garments up at this time with Jesus there suffering on the cross, and I said, it's perfect timing. She said, but it's not Good Friday yet. And I said, today's sermon, it takes us to Good Friday, because from here, we are in that dark valley of Lent. And so we follow with crosses on our head, all the way to the cross. As marked on Ash Wednesday and in our baptism, we are marked with the cross of Christ forever and we follow our Lord Jesus all the way to the cross. And so Jesus' trail from this day forward moves us forward, trailblazing a path set ahead of us, triggered, yes, by blood, but made real by love. Triggered, yes, by pressures, but made ultimately by his Father's plan. Triggered, yes, by time 
and the time, the chronos time of that day, but also kairos, in God's good time. That's how things moved. And triggered, yes, by disciples of Jesus' time, but for disciples of our time, in every generation. And so today, Jesus draws first blood on himself as a marked man, so that you and I might relentlessly follow him through thick and thin, only to be surprised where to find him. In the same place, oh, so near to us, coming back, fulfilling the prophecies that he makes, coming to us a time and time again as we read and hear scripture, we will hear and experience the signs in our lives. We will follow more closely, knowing that he goes all the way, all the way to the cross, held up high, hung up on a tree for us. And so we are marked by the cross, by this one who is now in the crosshairs. He will go all the way to the cross for us. Amen.